Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, sis. Welcome to the Girl Good Nightcap. With this series, you can wind down or get cozy with your nightcap of choice and let the binaural beats relax you as we read selections other than traditional stories and discuss topics of varying interest, all with a melanated twist, of course. This more relaxed format will allow you to let loose and have some real talk just like you would with your girls. Email us at girlgoodnightpodcast at gmail.com to submit your suggestions for future episodes and follow us on Instagram and Facebook to become part of hashtag girlgoodnightgang. Enhance your Girl Goodnight experience with our four-week sleep journal, blank line journal, and more, all available right now in the Girl Goodnight Etsy shop. Just click the link in the episode description and girl, come shop with us. Tonight... We will be reading Passages from a Put-Together Broken Heart, narrated by the author Stephen Williams. Stephen Williams is a 13-year Army veteran who found a passion for writing in high school. He is also the host of the PMS Pardon My Sarcasm podcast. On his show, his comments are often sarcastic and his opinion always matters. Join him as he discusses relationships, current events, and anything else interesting and intriguing. His episodes can be found on all major streaming platforms and the link in the episode description. Passages from a Put-Together Broken Heart is a compilation book of poems and short stories from the author Stephen Williams' childhood. The poems and short stories don't necessarily coincide, but they do give you an insight to the author's creativity and emotions. All links to connect with Stephen and purchase his book will be listed in the episode description. Now, lay back, take a sip, and sleep in melanated peace. Chapter 12. So you want to be a soldier? Join the army, they said. It'll be fun, they said. They were all right. Growing up as both a military brat, pastor's kid, really set me up to be a semi-decent soldier. I already had that whole discipline mumbo-jumbo down, or so I thought. I raised my hand and chose to enlist in the Army on September 11, 2006. I didn't ship out to basic training until October 5th of the same year. I was excited, terrified, anxious, and hopeful. I had a bag of mixed emotions of starting a new journey in my life. I could actually do something with my life and prove that I wasn't just a troublemaker and worth giving up on. I could actually make my parents proud of me for a change. My military career had a bunch of ups and downs, highs and lows, and at times procrastination and a lack of progression on my own part. I had enlisted as a human resources specialist. I didn't know what that was at the time. The man at the MEPS facility or the military 
entrance processing station for you non-military folk, asked me what I wanted to do. After about five seconds of me staring off into space, he says, do you want to do something similar to what I'm doing now? Work behind a computer screen in an air-conditioned building in your own office? I said, yes, that's exactly what I want to do. I remember doing basic training in Fort Knox, Kentucky, at the beginning of winter. It was terrible, but I learned a lot. Fort Knox is one of the only all-male basic training locations. Basic training for me was so much fun. I was able to get in the best shape of my life and work with other men to potentially serve our country. It was great. I don't regret any of it. I'd do it all over again if I could, honestly. Basic training graduation day was a day I looked forward to since leaving home. My mom and godmothers were there. I just remember being so proud to have them in the stands that day as I donned my pickle green uniform for the first official time. One of the biggest mistakes that the Army made, in my opinion, was sending me, a 20-year-old with no obligations and responsibilities, to the party and drinking capital of the world. Germany is what I call a black man's universe. Everything was just laid out for us on a platter if we wanted it. I sometimes took advantage of that. I partied religiously. Every Friday and Saturday, I went out. It was amazing to me clubbing in Germany because most clubs didn't shut down until 6 a.m. remember waking up from my pre-club nap at midnight to prepare for the clubs. I had way too much fun. I also got into some trouble too, but I was young, didn't too much care about the consequences because I was young. One of my biggest challenges in the army was that I was too smart for my own good and wouldn't leave well enough alone at times. I burned bridges in order to take care of the soldiers under my care and didn't care if I, myself, got in trouble for sticking up for them. I had a low tolerance for being treated differently because of the rank on my chest. Oftentimes made sure that I pushed the envelope even if it was more than what my rank could handle. I knew my job and did it very well. But that damn mouth of mine kept me on a watch list. I served at five different duty stations, deployed to the exact same location in Iraq twice, and met some pretty awesome people throughout my 13-year Army career. I was stationed in Stuttgart, Germany, Fort Jackson, South Carolina, Fort Lewis, Washington, Ansbach, Karabach, Germany, and Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. I learned something new about myself in each location. I partied like crazy, wasted lots of money on useless things, but enjoyed every second of living my best life in the army. If I could do it all over again, I would definitely assert myself more and work my way up through the ranks and maybe consider retiring from the army. Distraught. I knew that it would happen. I also knew when. Just didn't think that I'd be going through this again. It happened once before you, and yes, it hurt then. I tried to hide my true feelings and keep my emotions within. I feel like the person I got to know is not the person that I talk to now. I don't know when or where it happened. I don't know how. 
I know that you're grown, but I guess you don't know the pain that that privilege brings. I know we don't talk as much as we used to, and now your feelings have changed. I want your freedom. I want to be you. I get it, simple and plain. You've made that abundantly clear and even stated your claim. I guess that you can say that I now feel left out. I don't know you anymore. My life without you is a massive bore. I contemplate my choices. I sit here very much so distraught. Distraught because I love you, not even a little bit. I love you a lot. I'm so amazed because I know we're just friends and you're not mine. You're not my companion, my partner in crime, or even my girl. We're just friends and that's fine. Sooner or later, these feelings for you will be too much for us to just be friends. The jealousy will drive me crazy and I'll lose my best friend. I knowingly pleaded now because you warned me when we first met. There was never been a single moment in our friendship that I could possibly regret. One thing that I do know is I love you even though I know you don't feel the same. That's why I'm cool with that and refuse to have my feelings for you change. I know that I can't change how you feel. I wish I could just know your thoughts. At first I was angry, then I was hurt, but now just slightly distraught. Falling. I feel like I'm falling from the tallest of buildings into a pit that is bottomless. Just to feel the wind and air caress me as I float downwards into nothingness. Just the thought of alone, of falling, make me calm. Breathing fresh air and feeling the cold breeze. It's enticing or some sort of chaff. My lungs would open and allow me to breathe. While I'm there, just falling makes everything right. Nevertheless, I fall with such ease that it relieves the agony and stress. I plummet further and faster. That puts a smile on my face. Nothing would be able to stop me in this time or scene. It'd be just me, all this open space, the air, and I being able to share a dance. It no longer feels like I'm falling. It just feels like I'm in the air at a standstill or a stall. Stalling now becomes something that is easy and careless. Maybe falling is just a test or some sort of quiz. Falling and stalling become one as I am filled with glee. Falling is something exciting, mesmerizing. I feel like shouting out from the highest of mountains, the tallest of trees, man, do I feel free. I feel like saying that aloud or maybe even screaming. The air against my skin feels like a loved one who shows me their kindness, a loving embrace, but the air has no senses, yet the air is still there surrounding me and holding me snugly, keeping me airborne in some kind of flight. Take a chance, I might, until I become one with the night. I now feel weightless. I spread out my wings like an eagle, some sort of sprawling. I continue to fall, fall, and fall. 
And that's why I keep falling. A heart grown fonder. Have you ever met someone and right away felt a spark? As if everything was at a standstill. With them, you had a new start. Time spent with that person is something you look forward to. Every waking moment with them is a different experience or somehow new. You want to spend all your time with them, but try and give them space. Whereas not to ever feel annoyed by them when in the same place. Feelings and emotions grow as you spend more and more time together. Feel as if you can take on the world, no matter the place or the weather. We exchange stories of our past as our bonds become stronger. This is what happens when like-minded people's heart grows fonder. After everything seemed so right, little could go wrong. Both seemed to enjoy the way things were coming along. Then something seemed strange. Exchanged I love you and everything changed. We were getting ready to deploy and I was getting ready to change duty stations. Both promised to keep up our communication regardless of the situation. I wanted to make you as happy and smile as bright as the sun. You wanted to live and be free, go out and have some fun. I tried to make sure our feelings for each other were stronger while thinking of more ways for our hearts to grow fonder. The moments turn, I feel you've neglected me for someone who caught your eye. It seems you forgot about me without any explanation of why. I become somewhat jealous, pushes you away from within. Next thing I know, you're spending every moment that was once mine with him. You say that he's just a friend, that you can't see you and him together. But with me is different because with me, you say you would spend forever. How is this possible when you don't spend any time with me? I beg you to hang out, but your free time no longer seems to be free. I still love you, and I know my feelings will grow stronger. Yes, it's true what they say. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Much needed space. How can time that is spent slip away in a blink of an eye? How can the emotions and feelings we shared blossom to the sky? How can those emotions that blossomed fizzle and seem to disappear? How can something so clouded, jazzy, appear to be so clear? When all else fails in a relationship, is the friendship who had it strong enough to make it? When she decides to be with someone else, would you be able to take it? When she tells you 
what she wants, would you be able to give it to her? When she wants to talk, would you sit there and listen to her? Some people think they can handle it and end up losing faith. When she tells you these things, just give her her much needed space. If she gave you a reason to look forward to tomorrow, gave you a reason to smile and forget about your sorrows. She gave you hope when you felt like you were drowning in depression and made you think of better solutions when you ran out of suggestions. Could you give her the space she needs and all you can do is sit and think about how she makes you feel? Would you give her the space she needs when she's around you and you're missing her still? Could you do it when you're alone? and have so much time to kill? Would you do it when you're getting too close and she still asks you to chill? Could and would you still have the patience to believe if you could know your place? Do what she's asking and give her her much needed space. Your true worth. A woman's worth is not something that someone can give. It's something she feels is rightfully hers, the way she feels within. A woman's worth is not something she should feel she has to earn. It's from wisdom that she receives from all of those lessons learned. You're strong now because you've had to decipher truth from lies. You know you're beautiful and not because you hear it from the guys. You're blessed because you know your tribulations are blessings in disguise. You're smart because you know what you're worth deep down inside. The most beautiful thing inside is not what's between your thighs, but it's the look within your eyes fighting back silent cries. You tend to wonder why. Damn, why me this time? Just know darkness comes before the light and now it's time to shine. Smile when you're happy and laugh when you're sad. Think on better days and all the joy you've had. Love every minute that you're here on God's green earth and never forget about your true worth. Chapter 13. What does the future hold? Post-military career, I decided to go back to school. At first, like a lot of students, I had no idea what I wanted to study. I was just happy to be out of the military happy to be going to school. Only enrolled and looked at one school. One campus visit was all it took for me to decide to use my post 9-11 GI Bill to go to school at Jacksonville University. I enrolled in a couple of classes just to see what I actually wanted to do. I originally wanted to go to nursing school, but the prerequisites were too long. And even though I haven't taken any classes, I was a bit impatient. One of the classes that probably shaped and played a part in what I actually decided to major in was my intro to theater class. I had some pretty cool classmates in there and a pretty dope teacher. Here I am in school and coming full circle to a passion and love that I once had in high school. I was an indecisive fellow in college. I decided to be a theater major. Then I decided that I wanted to be a double major in theater and communication. Why communication, you ask? Simple answer, I love to talk. However, 
That wasn't the reason why I wanted to be a communication major, though. I've heard countless times before that I should be a sports announcer or a sports reporter because I tend to remember certain things while watching sports and would often call them out before the announcers did on the TV. I did some research on some of my favorite announcers on TV and found out that the majority of them all had communication degrees. That's what made me want to major in communication. Jacksonville University just so happened to have a communication program on campus and I actually enjoyed it. One of the many things that made me choose JU over other schools in the city was its class sizes. The fact that I could have a professor for many of the classes that I took understood my learning needs was also a factor. The campus itself is a beautiful campus right on the St. John's River that had an excellent view of downtown Jacksonville. With most places that I visited, traveled and experienced, college was another place where I quickly adapted and was able to find out new things about myself. I started an organization on campus, which later became a business that I run. I started hosting my own show at the radio station, which I then turned into a podcast that I still currently run. I was also able to work on the Dolphin promo street team, which led me to work for the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp as a member of the promotional staff and MC. It seems that everything that I've been through was for a purpose. Even at my lowest points in life, I learned to adapt and survive. And I continue doing that today in the real world. Somehow, my broken heart is being put back together and I'm learning to love the things I have now. The air I breathe. I was lost in my thoughts. I was lost in myself. I had gained everything alone, but had no personal wealth. Turning up was my norm, while chasing fantasies is what I did. I was looking for something to ground me, or some part of me that I could give. I was living for myself, not caring what would stop me, thinking I was unstoppable until the day you spotted me. Since that day, my whole outlook on life has changed. Before I was careless, but now nothing seems to to be the same. I felt different inside. I felt like a brand new man. Certain things I couldn't explain, but I knew you would understand. I would wait for your voice daily and wait for you to call. I knew in the first conversation that I wanted to give you my all. Now I can't go a second without thinking of you. I lay in bed thinking of how this dream would come true. All day, you're on my mind, every second, minute, hour. What was once mine had now become ours. I put you first in everything because I want you to remain happy. If you asked of it and I had it, you know I would give it to you gladly. I love you dearly, but this you already know. Not only from time I give, but from the love I show. You are my reason for giving up the things that I used to do. Like going out to clubs and trying to get numbers, just to name a few. You are my backbone, my equal, and my friend. You've held me up since day one. 
and you will continue to do so till the end. You are my everything, the reason why I love so hard. I love you infinity beyond because you're my shining star. It seems like we've known each other for years or maybe since forever. I'll be there for you in the rain, shine, sleet and snow and even stormy weather. Count down the days till I drop down to one knee. The day I look you in your eyes and ask you to marry me. Watch you smile and think about it while I wait patiently. Forever I'll have you because you're the air I breathe. Time is not on our side. Time is not on our side. Time has no friends and picks no sides. Time doesn't sit there and go along for a ride. Time works against you and often takes lives. Time is not your friend and doesn't want to make decisions. Time is not a person or a buddy to sit down to take a listen. Time doesn't speed up or slow down. It's the one thing that's consistent. Time needs no advice. It doesn't need your permission. One thing you can never get back is time. It doesn't wait for you. It doesn't wait in line. One thing for sure, time waits for no man. Time doesn't have time for you to sit back and watch you hold hands. I haven't spent my time wisely, and now it's starting to show. But now that I'm focused, I'm taking this time to let you know. I love the time I spend with you and the time that we share. I love that even when you don't have time, you make time to show you care. Time is not on our side because at any time we could possibly die. Seeing that we know this, just ask yourself how you like to spend your time. Wishing that things were different and wish that time didn't pass you by or give all your time failing something knowing that you gave your best and gave it a try. I can honestly say that love is blind, but time doesn't hide. Make the best of all your time because time is not on your side. Awkward silence. As I ponder what to say, I sit in a silence so uncomfortable, but while silence is so soothing, free of BS and care, that silence wakes me in the darkest of times and puts me to sleep. It's a silence that I long and dread almost simultaneously. I can deal with the silence, but want the silence to come every time your presence isn't with me. That silence is almost wanted in times of need, but kills me when it's there. This silence is not like any silence I've ever experienced. It's refreshing and new. It's just what it is. I can't seem to get my mind past this feeling no matter how hard I try. When I have something to say, I refrain or the silence keeps me sane. When I don't have anything to talk about, 
I ramble for fear of that silence. My mind is truly in a whirlwind of twists and turns, like a winding road of, of sandy deserts and green forests. A winding road of continuing emptiness and silence. Silenced by the thought of not being able to share the sound. Astounded by the silence that I experience with one who means so much. The silence is perfect and tainted altogether in the same instance. That silence is what drives me to better the feelings and emotions I feel. To strengthen the communication of our minds and hearts. That's why the silence I experience with her is wanted and unwanted. For it's when the silence is awkward that I feel. I know we as friends do more to eventually no longer be fearful of that awkward silence. Maybe. Maybe I care too much. Maybe I don't. Maybe you'll see the difference. Maybe you won't. Maybe I tried too hard to show my intentions. Maybe you don't pay enough attention to those decisions. Maybe you see my actions, yet question, is it genuine? Maybe your feelings are masculine. Mine are just feminine. Maybe I'm reading too much into something that isn't there. Maybe I do all of these things to show that I care. Maybe I do things to help you believe. Maybe these are thoughts that are in my head. Maybe. Maybe. Acknowledgement. I'd like to thank the people who have helped me get to this point in my life to where I feel comfortable sharing my many stories. I won't attempt to name each of you by name, but the ones who have helped me, I truly and genuinely thank you. You have given me hope to continue to pursue my passions and dreams. I especially want to thank my parents. I know that in this book, I've spoken on some things that may not have shed a good light on you, but I don't want you to think that I don't love you. We have had our ups and downs, but through it all, I love you more than I can attempt to calculate. Are you still up? Girl, good night. Big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money.